Disclaimer. During this episode, the Bambushi Happy Hour was dealing with audio issues. We are working to resolve these issues moving forward. Thanks for your support and please enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great over on my end. Uh, no complaints at all. Just, you know, enjoying life as it comes. And um, what's going on with you? Uh, well, Ma, I'm excited to find out that Usher will be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. So that's great. Yay, Usher, great. Ooh. Oh, really good. You know, and he has a lot of really nice hits, so I just can't really wait to see it. Uh, but Ma, I'm a little bit disappointed um, as we are in the DFW area. Uh, we found out that the mayor of Dallas has now decided that he is no longer a Democrat. He is going to switch to the Republican Party. Of course, he was just voted in office for a second term as a Democrat and served um, in the uh, rep, rep, as a representative as a Democrat for many years. But all of a sudden now, my, he's a Republican. What happened? You know what? Look at it like this. It's good that we now know who he really is because all, all this time he's been in disguise and fooling us with the label of a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Now we know who he really is and maybe making some ultra conservative decisions that had us scratching our heads, but forgiving him under the guise that he's a black man and a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Now we know he's really Clarence Thomas Jr. Well, it looks and that way. That's all I have. And I well, think it now his, we know. And I think at his most recent um, inauguration, uh, Ted Cruz and uh, what's his name, John Cronin. I think they were both there, and that was a little strange. That was a little odd. So we should have knew something was up. Okay. Okay. So right. no. No oh, good. Hey, it's better to know. It's better to know at least. He's honest about it. He's honest about being dishonest. Yeah, well, he wasn't honest about yeah. it before, so I'm not happy about well, that. Um, well, aren't we, aren't, we glad, aren't we glad that at least now we know who he is? Sad that that's who he is mm -hmm. uh, as a black man in Texas. Sad that that's who he is, right. but it's good to know who he is. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we know. Now we know okay. you. All right, Ma, so let's do a little toast. We're going to be telling Money is powerful. Money is powerful, daughter. Money is very powerful. Yeah, people will sell their souls. Um, That's Money let's, is powerful. Uh, let's um, sip on some Uncle Nearest whiskey. Let's do a, a toast to that, Ma. And we're going to not toast to Uncle Nearest whiskey, a toast to Usher. Okay, let's lift our glasses to continued long life and prosperity, or I should say long life and continued prosperity, health, wealth, happiness, and here's to a wonderful halftime Super Bowl show with Usher. Salud. Salud. I'm going to sip on that today. I'm not going to, you know, that was that was pretty good. Okay. First of all, Ma. Delicious. Delicious. Okay, Ma. Uh make sure you know you we can we can hear you. I know you got a lot of stuff going on today. So, Ma, I think that we need to talk a little bit about football. Uh, it was a pretty big major football weekend, I'll say. Uh, the Miami Dolphins just blasted the Denver Broncos 70 to 20. I don't know if you recall anything like that. No. Oh, no, please. I, I, I'm just too sad. When I saw the score, I was like, oh, oh, oh. 
And you know, that's how I know has really such a beautiful home life because look at all he's going through on the field. Who was that? I that know his list. Who, ma? Who did I say, Russell? Or did oh, I, I say thought, Usher? I thought you said Usher. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say Russell. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel so sad for, for that, you know. Well, you I don't know. know what happened. Listen, listen, things happen. Um, it is the fourth time in NFL history that a team has scored 70 or more points. We don't know what's going to happen uh, with Russ and Sean Payton. It's still early in the season. It's not a good look because the Broncos were not good last season. Uh, but let's see. I really don't believe that Russell Wilson is playing that badly, but the defense is playing horribly. And the coach, Sean Payton, is going to need to uh, galvanate the troops. That's what he's going to need to do instead of acting like a fool. Okay. Well, let's just hope he does galvanate or galvanize the troops. I meant galvanize. <laughs> you know what I meant. Thank you. I meant galvanize. Um, um, well, let's hope he'll galvanate Usher. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> galvanize. I'm sorry. That is my bad. Thanks, Ma. Thanks for calling me out. But no, thanks for correcting me because I was really bugging. Okay. No, no. Like I said, as long as he has Usher there, we're good. As long as Usher instead of Russ, right? I think it may, I think they might do better, actually. Okay. Uh, no. You know, <laughs> Russ isn't playing that badly. It really, the defense and everything else. Anyway. I agree, I agree with you, daughter. Okay. Uh, and so also the Cowboys had a pretty big loss against the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. They lost uh, 16 to 28. Now, listen, it wasn't, the, you know. That's not a bad loss. Well, listen. That's not that bad. But Ma, the Cowboys were a double-digit favorite. And so. Well, they fooled us. They fooled us. <laughs> oh, they did. They fooled us. They did. They, they fooled us, okay? They did. They we did. thought they were the favorite, but actually they were the underdog. They did. You know, I am not <laughs> you know, I am not a uh, cowboy fan, but I'm not going to badmouth them today. But I will say that I think it was just a bad game. Let's see what happens. Okay. So moving on, the Steelers, the Eagles, and Green Bay all won. Uh, Jalen Hurts has not looked quite like himself, but I think he'll get it together. We found out that he was actually under the weather, but guess what? When his arm isn't right and he's not feeling well, he still can move. He still can run with the ball. So that's really important. And they still can win. He still can win. Uh, the Ravens lost the close okay. ones. So we'll see what happens with that. My ask, you know, Lamar Jackson, we'll see. But they're two and one, so they still have a winning record. But my the big story is Miss Taylor Swift showing up to the Chiefs versus the Bears game in the suite with Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna. And of course, the Chiefs beat the Bears 41 to 10. It was not even close, ma. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of this? Like now, every time we talk about Travis Kelsey or every time we talk about the Chiefs, somehow or another, we're talking about Taylor Swift and I am so annoyed by that. Kelsey's jersey soared by over 400%. Um, supposedly he rented out a restaurant after the game for him and Taylor to have their little date. I think that they've been going on several dates. I don't know what are your thoughts about this. My Everybody has commented on this. Even Bill Belichick who normally just grunts and doesn't say anything at all he says that this may be his biggest catch yet what are your thoughts ma on taylor swift and travis kelsey i hate about the chiefs winning all right i hate to be cynical but i'm going to just lay the cards on the table it's all about the money it's all about the money all about the benjamins all about the benjamins shout out to puffy all about the Benjamins. That's it. Just that plain and simple. All about the Benjamins. It's getting all this attention and this and that because the girl made a lot of money. All about the Benjamins. They had, I saw an article where they said the ticket sales from one of her shows is more than uh, Travis's salary for the year. Okay? 
I just read that a couple hours ago. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. All about the Benjamins. The end. Travis, I'm disappointed in you, okay? It's all about the Benjamins. Well, a a lot of people, uh, there's there's another angle here, Ma, and you don't have to go there because I know you don't like to go there with that angle. Um, We know that Travis Kelsey um, had a black girlfriend that he was with for five years, Kayla Nicole. And a lot of people um, on the internet, on social media platforms are comparing Kayla to uh, Taylor and saying that Kayla was more attractive, had a more, uh, you know, more attractive body or whatever. And saying that Taylor, um, obviously one is white, one is black, but Taylor has a lot of more money and fame. And um, I don't know what you're thinking. No, but Go ahead, Ma. I let, can I finish quick? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were you, finished. No, okay. I was just going to say, uh, I'm not a fan of the comparisons. I don't think that's cool. Either way, he can date whoever he wants to date. Uh, as far as the physical attractiveness of a person, um, I think that Kayla is is definitely uh, more attractive than Taylor. And it doesn't have to do to me with race. It just has to do with this person is more attractive to the other. Um, and yes, we know that Taylor is one of the most successful women um, on the planet. We get all that. Uh, but when it comes down to the in- the individual is whoever he likes. I do believe this seems to be like way too much publicity because if Taylor wanted to date Travis and vice versa, the whole world doesn't need to know about it. Go ahead, Ma. I'm sorry. I, um, uh, you know, I'm not even going to go there any deeper than I've already gone. Said it before and I'm saying it again. It's all about the Benjamins. That's it. That's all I have to say. And You're I'm not going to go into it, Ma, because people have made it a race no, issue. People no. have made it a, a no. It's not, issue. it's not any race issue. Well, whatever they made it. You asked me my opinion, and I gave it to you. It's all about the Benjamins. Okay, so all of the Twitter trolls. People could make it anything, anything they want. It's all about the Benjamins. If she wasn't who she is, if she didn't have the money she had, like they said, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But I'm saying it's all about the Benjamins. You can reduce it to it's all about the Benjamins. Hello, goodbye. And he's shown he can date one of the richest women, whatever. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. That's all. Ain't nothing else to that. Okay, it it just seems to be extreme. That's all. I mean, the right. It's all about the Benjamins. You just said it, daughter. His shirt went up four hundred percent. His jersey, this and that. I'm reading articles about how much money she make compared to him. It's all about the Benjamins, because there's no reason that we need to know even know any of this. But it's all about the Benjamins. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll move it on. You're not going to talk oh, about race. That's that's the woman's. That's one woman's opinion. All right, but I do have to go in. Should black women be upset? No. Why? Get out of here. Everybody should do what they want to do. No, that's ridiculous. Okay. Get the hell out of here. Please. Um, I don't know what he's doing ex-girlfriend that's her business if she's upset i don't know but man maybe i think they had broken up anyhow i don't know they about have been that. they broke Whatever. up for a couple years so yeah so you know come on please do what you want to do all okay. of them but with him with this you know however it goes to me all transactional all about the benjamins and you see it already you're doing the other blind man can see it Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. I'll leave it alone, Ma. You didn't want to go there. I'm very surprised at you, Ma. Okay. Go I- there where? I've gone. I've, I, I use that expression simply meaning that I don't think that those other areas are relevant. I went where I thought was relevant. All that other stuff is not, not, not anything. And she was broke and she was just a regular woman walking around here in the streets. You wouldn't see him with her. Okay. It would not be. And it sure wouldn't be in the box with her mother, somebody, you know. It wouldn't be with his mother, and his jersey wouldn't have gone up. And they wouldn't be comparing the salaries. It's all about the Benjamins. I don't think it's not. I'm just saying, I don't think that they went as extreme when, when Tom Brady was with Giselle. And she always made, up until a certain point, she made a lot more money than him. Well, that's different. That's different. Different. Okay. It was a different ever that. 20 years ago and it's different. It's different. Okay. It's All right, different. Ma. 
All right, so let's move on. Uh, we have some good news. I don't think I've had a chance to mention this. Oh, no, because it's this very recent. So after 146 days, the WGA got their deal. Um, SAG, after his oh, on strike, and they haven't gotten their deal yet, uh, but they are working on it, Ma. So the WGA writers are not um, okay. obligated to and will not be returning to work immediately, though. Um, they have suspended picketing um, and they are feeling, you know, good. They have the interim deal that everything is going to work out, but they are still standing in solidarity with their SAG after brothers and sisters. So I am oh, right. I'm hoping that SAG will have an agreement soon. Okay. All right. All right. All right. right. Well, that's good. I love it. Okay, okay. Um, so let's move on to um, something else that is a little bit concerning, which is uh, Britney Spears. So Britney Spears had fans kind of gone, you know, they were really upset when she posted a photo of her, a video of her dancing. She's always dancing, but this time she was dancing with kitchen knives. Her caption said, I started playing in the kitchen with knives today. So in the video, Ma, we see her waving around two large butcher knives in each hand while dancing around in her living room. And there's some small dogs in the back and they seem a little bit scared. Now, she saw in the comments that people became worried and she says, oh, you know, these aren't real. But we don't really know um, with, with Brittany. These um, what? The knives, knives or the knives. dogs? No, the dogs are real. Those are her dogs. So she said that the knives okay. are real, but it's Brittany, and people were really concerned. Um, any thoughts on Miss Spears? I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I think it's it's not it's not a good look for her. It's just not a good look. Why are you dancing with knives? With real or fake? Why would you even want to give that impression that you're doing something that's potentially harmful? You know, so no, I, I not a good look, not a good look. She's behaving. Listen, it's quick to go there with her because she has a hellified history of you know being uh, having you know mental illness, and it, it's just not good for her to be doing things like that. It's not good. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I listen, <laughs> ma. You you broke up a little bit. What did you say? No, I was saying it's just not a good look, you know, because of her history of poor mental health. It's just not good for her to be dancing with anything that even looks like it could be dangerous. Yeah, I think that Britney still, um, you know, needs a lot of help. And, um, you know, one way it's good that, you know, she's always so visible on social media so people can kind of keep an eye on her. And another way it's just that sad to see, you know, sometimes it appears as though she's losing control so i'm hoping that there that she has some people around her that really do care about her and that look at or that are looking out for britney right me too daughter okay um so we're gonna move on to something that is way uh less less uh serious which is drake versus charlemagne apparently they're they're in a beef and they always get in a beef every few years Drake and Charlamagne. Yes. So they've been pretty much back and forth, my and I forgot to send this to you because I know you haven't listened, probably tuned into it on your own because it's, it's why. But it, it's on the Breakfast Club. Yes, it's on the bre Breakfast Club. But what I uh, the beef is over the last several days, Drake released a song with SZA called "Slime You Out." Um, he has an album that's coming out and. Charlemagne just expressed that he wished that Drake would have put on put out something a little bit harder to promote an album with a title like For All the Dogs. And so Drake didn't take too kindly to that. He said, Are you okay, Leonard? You you kind of weirding me out, G. Like you really obsessed with me with something for, for years. Like you look in the mirror and wish you saw my reflection type shit. Whatever you got to do to let it out, I'm sure your 435 loyal fans will stand by you, you fucking goof. In another post, um, he calls Charlemagne an off-brand Morris Chestnut. So, of course, they went back and forth, you know, and um, Charlemagne pretty much just, you know, told Drake that 
he mm-hmm. always needs his approval every time he comes out you know with an album and you know he's a critique and it just brings more attention to his record so they were going back and forth my um what are your thoughts on Charlemagne just kind of being like a real critic and saying how he feels and Drake going back and forth with Charlemagne well I think it's totally legit for Charlemagne to do it because Charlemagne is a DJ don't forget Charlemagne came out as you know his profession he started out I mean came out started out as a DJ well he's not that's what he does He's well, not a uh, DJ. What do you call? Well, He's what do a radio you call host. a radio? A radio. Well, yeah, radio host. You know, yeah. and he came out playing records and listening to music and commenting on the artists. Right. And that's what he does. Not not really a DJ, but you know. He's in the music industry and he is a professional in his field. And it's perfectly legit for him to comment on Drake's music mm-hmm. or, or anybody else. You know, that's perfectly fine. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. And the critiques are not, some are going to be favorable and some are going to be unfavorable. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think he's totally in his lane professionally. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so I think that Drake uh, is in his head and thinks that he at this point is untouchable and I don't think that he liked the critique from Charlamagne uh, and uh, I think and I uh, honestly think my that Charlamagne's Kanye critique untouchable too. they don't come bigger than Kanye in that field he thought he was untouchable too <laughs> he'd been well, touched a bit well I think that Charlamagne was being honest like I don't I didn't particularly care for that song and I like SZA <laughs> What was that, Ma? You were your Ma. What was that? Disagreeing with you. I'm disagreeing. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, no, SZA. I like SZA a lot. Like I like you know her new album and everything. Um, but I didn't like the song, and I don't like a song entitled "Slime You Out." I guess you get what that means. Pretty much just use you for sex and then and then dump you. And so I'm just. I feel like at this stage of the game, come on, guys. Like, I don't know. I, w- I just, I'm not feeling it. And I'm not a big fan of Drake anymore. I like the old I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent that I don't even like the title. I don't even like the title. You know, I mean, you know, let, let's elevate. Let's elevate a bit. Yeah. And, he's, and he's totally capable of elevating. To me, he's just pandering to, you know, a certain demographic. I, I don't like it. And he, he's given, he's like of an age at this point. And I don't want to talk that about age, but I'm just saying he should be past that. Yes. He, his music should be maturing along with him. Yes, that's only sensible. You know. Okay. Um, so, yep. You know, I'm going to side with Charlemagne on this one. I'm going to say Charlemagne was on the money and Drake was out of pocket. Okay, um, so Ma, okay. I, don't know, I don't know if you realize, um, Kerry Washington has a memoir out. I think it is, by the time this podcast released, it should be out, the episode. Um, and it's called Thicker Than Water. But we're going to read it um, for October, but I'm not going to get into everything that's in the book. But something that made headlines, Ma, is that she found out at the age of 40 that her biological father was not the man who raised her, not the man who's married to her mom, um, and that it was a sperm donor. So, Ma, without, we don't know, I'm not going into Carrie's thoughts and everything, because we'll talk about that when we go in with the book. What are your thoughts on hiding, just in general, on keeping it a secret from a, a person that their parent is not their biological parent, that they may have a donor or somebody may have an affair or blah, 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 blah. What are your thoughts on this? I think you know my thoughts on this. And my thoughts are simply that when the child or children or whatever, when the when they're old enough, then they should know what the truth is. And what's and old enough? And that old enough... It should be about the time they start going to school. 
about the time they're five or six years old. Because at that point, I mean real school, because at that point, they're interacting with other kids and they have mommies and daddies. And I don't know how far reaching any of this may be, but you want the kids to have a strong sense of self. You know, this is not the daddy that, you know, your biological daddy and have to explain biology, you know, to the kid, right? Um, or people used to say your real fall, or people used to use real for biological. They would say real, you know. This is not your real daddy, but this is your, but this is your daddy. This is the daddy who was raising you and who loves you. Your other daddy is, you know, away or asleep or sick or dead or wherever the hell he's at. <laughs> whatever he's, where, whatever. Here's not in your life, just the fact. But you know, and tell the child, and so the child is has some understanding, and is also uh, you're letting them know at an early age, so they have a strong sense of self and a strong sense of being loved. And a strong sense of truth and honesty and honesty and integrity. You know yourself. They did something about fathers in school. And I remember one of your little classmates got upset and was crying and everything because she couldn't fill out her family tree because she didn't know her, her father. I remember that. And you told me about her. And she was a mean little girl. And she used to always start problems and everything. Mm-hmm. Remember? You remember? I remember. And yeah. she... And yeah, yeah, and she when you all had to do a family tree and she couldn't figure fill out who was her father. Now there's no reason her mother should not have given her the information about who her father was. Maybe she didn't know. She should have known. Know. Well, then the mother should have explained, you know, that this or that or whatever. The mother should have explained. And you know, unless the mother was straight up out here, you know, slaying every damn body. The mother usually has some idea. It, you know, it, I mean, there's very few instances. Yeah, you know, it's very few instances. She may. Where it could be multiple people that it could be between. It could be a situation where well, there is a donor involved and you have well, no idea. Guess what? Guess what? When you're doing all that kind of stuff, then you need to be able to explain that to your child. That's true. Because for the last... For the last more than 50 years, they've had every type of birth control and every type of everything, you know. And so at what point, you know, did you not have choices? So when you're making all those choices, you need to be ready to tell your kids that. Look, it's only the woman that has babies. The men don't have babies. You got me? They, they, they you know, donate sperm, okay? Mm-hmm. And some of them step up and they're real parents and real fathers. And some of them just donate sperm and goodbye. Mommy has the baby. Okay? Mommy has the baby. And mommy has to look the baby in the face and tell the baby what's what. So mommy can lie or sneak or hide or whatever. But there's a price to be paid when you just don't come out and call it what it is. There's a price to be paid for all of us. When we lie and hide and deceive. Because the child has every right to know who her parents are or, or, or his parents are. So, you know, yeah, no. you know, I believe telling whatever it is, if it could be two, two, it could be two. Guess what? How many years ago could they have done DNA? They could have done DNA 20 years ago and found out who is and who isn't. You, you understand? Well, if there's a question trying to be resolved, we're talking about people just lying. We're talking about people well, just people lying. people who and are I, lying, yeah, because Lying by omission, you know, you know, so not, you know, not telling the truth is really um, what these people are doing. Um, you know, my, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that people have make a, a really big mistake in not being honest with their children. Now, listen, you have to shield and protect children as much as you can, but you also need to allow them to make gradual steps into adulthood because you don't want them to just be jolted and thrown out, you know, to the wolves. But what I will say is, it's always good to talk to your children at the level that they are, you know? So you, like, I'm interested in this to you before, Ma. Oh, go ahead. You seem like you wanted to say something. Yeah, you know, dad, dad dad is not well, you know, dad is sick, dad is not able to, you know, 
take care of you the way he wants to, you know, okay, dad. So you know, that, you, you tell the child right. on the level. But it is honest if something's wrong with the father. Oh, okay. okay. It is honest. Well, if I was going to. Dad, No, I'm, I'm saying you tell what it is, the reason why the dad is not there. You know, dad has addiction problems and, and dad needs to get himself well, you know, before he can be involved with you and we wish dad well, you know, uh, you know, dad, you know, has other commitments and, you know, dad, you know, um, didn't know or, or dad made a mistake okay. and me and you, you know, we love you and whatever, whatever. Ma, I'm you not, know? I'm I mean, not asking for, ma, Okay. I'm not asking for specifics. I'm just saying if a child is four, you're not going to, you know, you're going to talk to a four-year-old like a four-year-old, but tell it, tell well, them I'm the truth you, as best tell, as you can. Well, pay that's what I'm saying on the level that they can understand. Okay. You know, if you're talking to an adult, you can just tell them, you know, but as you're talking to a kid, you want to soften it. You don't want to say, oh, dad is a bum bum or whatever and even if dad is a bum there's a reason that dad became a bum and don't talk you know, to a 16 so, you know, year old like they're four absolutely absolutely that is absolutely true you talk to them on the level that they you know of their understanding you know commensurate with their age absolutely okay you know, and there's no age and there's no age when child when the child is able to communicate there's no age that you can't be truthful on on whatever level the child can understand. It's really about language. You know, it's really about language and how you communicate. You absolutely can tell a child once they're big enough to understand the concept of mommy and daddy. Okay. Right? Um, yes, Ma. I think we're both um, on agreement. We're both in agreement with that. Uh, I want to move on to somebody who you know, I feel a little sad about uh, but I guess you don't need to really feel sad because this person has accomplished everything he possibly could. Okay. Uh, our president, Joe Biden, who I really like and who I voted for and hope I don't have to vote for again. But if he runs and that's, a, you know, that all we have to vote for, then I have to do what I have to do. Unfortunately, and I'm saying it, putting that out there because come on, Democrats, we can find another candidate. So Joe uh, had another little blunder. My, I don't know if you heard about that. So he was um, presenting on the Phoenix Award for musical contributions in D.C. for LL Cool J and MC Light. Well, Joe, he said two of the greatest artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America. And he said, LLJ Cool J, which, you know, he messed up. And he said, by the way, that boy, he said, by the way, that boy, then he corrected himself. And he said, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. So he said, that boy. Not only did he mess up the name, and he said, that boy. And he got the donkey of the day from Charlemagne. On the Breakfast Club, Ma, what are your thoughts on President Biden? I'm going to give him a big pass on that because that man is eighty some years old. That's for this, okay? And he's eighty some years old. And when he said that boy, he didn't mean no disrespect. He is a boy to him. Don't forget, he got his son the age of LL Cool J. So it's not like he was disrespecting him. No, well, I am he, not. He reverted no. back. That is Ma. not. Ma, listen to me. Yes. I don't, he reverted back to a time when people said those things. The fact that he will be 81 in, in uh, November, it was you know real easy for him to go back that I don't think that Joe is a racist. I like Joe Biden, like I said, but Joe is too old to be up there. And not only, you know, biologically, well, that's the point. there's a lot that's of slippage. Yes. Ma, there's a lot of slippage. That's a legitimate point. 
then nobody's gonna argue with you. But you're talking about we need somebody else for when? Ain't nobody else coming between now and 2024. There ain't nobody else coming. Who the, what? You're not there, you know, you're wasting your breath with that. Nobody else coming between now and this is the end of 23. Ain't nobody else coming. How do you know that? Yeah, okay. Who? The Lone Ranger? Who? <laughs> Mighty Mouse? Superman? Who? That would be better than what we have right now. Look, let him go on up there and do what he can do and, and get those votes from, from Chump, from Donald Chump. So Kamala will be up there, okay? Ma, so uh, people, people don't understand when you say Chump what you're talking about. That's the inside oh, joke that's, that you that's have the, with your that's name, ex-husband. That's the, name, that's the name for Trump. I call him Chump. Donald okay. Chump, okay? Okay, that's my cute nickname for him. Okay, all right. Uh, listen, Ma, I, I'm not happy with it, and they should have called him Donkey of the Day because... But he might say anything. And I like I said, I don't believe he said it because he was racist. I believe that he said it because he oh, was no. thousand years old. Fuck it out of here. He didn't even yeah, know and, what and, he was talking and about. He, he doesn't know who he is. I mean, to me, he was doing good to be up there to even give him the award. Good. Okay. All right, and, Mark. And LL the age of this man's son. Get out of here. Go ahead. Yeah, 55 Please. is really young nowadays. Okay. When, is it when, like, when you're 80, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about uh, the one reality show we can get into a little bit, which is, of course, Love is Blind Season 5. Uh, let's get into the couples. Uh, oh! Aaliyah and Uche. Aaliyah is, well, she was 28 uh, when they filmed this. She's an ICU nurse. Uche is was a 34-year-old lawyer slash entrepreneur. Uh, you know, when it went off, when the last episode went off, Aaliyah left the show because she felt as though she couldn't deal with Uche. Uche had a previous relationship with one of the other people who participated in the show. I think it's Lydia. And um, Aaliyah was finding out too much information via Lydia. So she felt some type of way and said, I'm out. I don't want to continue this experiment with Uche, who was about to propose to her. What What do you think about Aaliyah and Uche, Ma? Well, I don't know. I can understand Aaliyah having misgivings about it because they kept it from her. They didn't disclose it immediately. You know, she had gotten involved. She had befriended Lydia and they developed a, a close bond and she had grown very close to Uche. And then all of a sudden they, you know, let everything be known that they had just had sex several months ago, you know. So uh, she's like, three, well, what, what else exact. is it? <laughs> right, three months ago. So how do I know what this is, you know? And she felt like she was maybe being duped or she just didn't know what she was letting herself in for and she felt hurt and betrayed. So she left. And, uh, and I can understand it. You know, he went into the pod and thinking she was going to meet there with him and she was gone. And, you know, and she, you know, she left the show, you know, and um, or she left. I don't know. She left the show completely, but she left that. She she uh, left then because it looks like she's going to be in the next episode. You sort of preview for it. it yeah, like yeah. But she's not there in the pods with them, whatever she's doing. Can so, I, you know, I understand. She doesn't know what's going on with them. She doesn't know how, how she can trust this man at all. She doesn't know. I was just going to, I'm in agreement with you completely. Uh, I don't really like either one of them for each other. Aaliyah was talking about, uh, you know, she cheated on an ex that she, apparently she said that she liked the ex, but she didn't like the sex. She had needs, so that's why she cheated on him. Why would you tell someone that? And then also, why would you cheat on the person if you aren't getting what you need? Uh, why do that? That's immature. And Uche, uh, I don't know what it is that he really wants. I'm not really 100% feeling him. He seems to be very materialistic with, you know, I don't want to say materialistic, you know, because I like nice things. A lot of people like nice things. 
but he seems to be in a position where he didn't need to come on this show. Um, he drives a Tesla. Apparently, he has like a really beautiful uh, spot that he lives in. You know, he's a lawyer. He owns a business, all these different things. I'm not sure if he's coming on here, you know, for fame, you know, or if he's really looking for love. So I'm not, I'm not feeling it. And I, I'm not feeling either one of them together, Ma. I don't know your your thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, you know, all these other things, notwithstanding that he's in good shape and he really has no reason to need to come on the show, except that he wants to be on t on television. I, you know, I have, I got all that. I'm in full agreement with you. But here's my thing. His, his sanctimonious attitude. How are you, you know, to me, you coming across as really, really, really acting like you have a, such superior uh, morals when she said about she had cheated on, you know, a, a previous boyfriend. When she said she had cheated, you were like outraged and you caught an attitude and you, you know, you, you know, were acting like she did the worst thing and so on and so forth. But then all along you were withholding the fact that you had not long ago, been going with Lydia, mm -hmm. dating Lydia. You know, you were sitting there holding on to that. Did it never dawn on you that you were being dishonest and you were lying mm -hmm. when you were talking to Aaliyah? Mm -hmm. Right to her face? Right. You know, so to me, I saw you as being hypocritical. And like I said, I saw you as being sanctimonious. Yeah. Your morals, pretending your morals are so high, but yet you were just a hypocrite. So I have some issues with everything because of that. And I guarantee that Aaliyah is looking at him the same way. And that's why she left too. Because she's like, I can't even trust you. Because you try to come across like you all this and that. And come to find out you sitting there just lying to me every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm with you. Know, I why she left. That's all I can say. I'm not saying I would never get with him. But he would have a, quite a bit to prove to me. Because I don't know where you're coming from now, you know, after I find all this out. And Lydia, who is sweet in some ways, but just as goofy as a silly kid in other ways. And she's just running her mouth about everything. For a while, she didn't say nothing. Now she's telling every damn thing they did together. Everything her and Uche did together. Well, and she's, you know, she's overshare way too much. If you wanted to go into that, because um, I... You can go into a little bit with Lydia and Milton, who um, is the other, well, they're the, the couple who uh, have moved forward. And I don't know um, how I feel about them either. Uh, Lydia, they're making a big deal about the age. There's a six-year age difference. Um, like, I, like I said, at the time this was done, she's 30, he's 24. To me, the the age difference between them is not an issue, but the maturity level between them may be an issue. Um, she's immature. Go ahead, ma. She is not mature to me. I disagree with you. She is but not you say you disagree. You didn't let me finish. I'm going to say the maturity oh. level, when I say that, she's immature in a lot of different ways. And he is as well. But I think that their maturity level is different. I think that he's goofy and he likes his Pokemon games. And I think that she's goofy with relationships. I think he might be better and more responsible with relationships. And she is not. You know, and I don't know how they meet with each other. And I also, and here's another thing too. This is about the gender, gender too. Why is it, why are they talking about the six-year age difference between those two? And then we'll see somebody else where it's the reverse gender. The guy is five years older and the girl, the, the woman is, you know, five, obviously five years younger. Nobody mentions that. But when it's the, the woman reverse, we hear that. Stop. Because they're going to, we're going to, we see clips of that. Uh, but I don't like Milton and Lydia together because I think that Lydia is real. She's too quick to say she's in love she's a, there's already been three people on the show that she somehow or another was in love with in a couple weeks right right One she's just rebounding Uchi. she's just rebounding from being by by not the uche uh izzy 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 yes yeah but she but on she had show. feelings for all of them yeah 
Uche, Izzy, and then now Milton. So, and she is a geologist. And she had rejected Milton because she wanted to pursue Izzy until Izzy told her that he wanted to pursue, what's the name? Stacy. Whatever, yeah, it was Stacy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, no, come on. I, I don't have any confidence in that relationship at all because no. she, you know, she's in somebody different every week. Yeah, and she wasn't, it wasn't a strong rejection of Milton. It was more like seeing him, you know, kind of like friends. She was he's going after Izzy. One. He's not her number one. No, he's not her number one. Right? It, it wasn't, right. It wasn't a strong rejection like Johnny who rejected Chris. Johnny outright rejected Chris and moved and tried to go on uh, with Izzy. And Izzy shut that down completely. Johnny's a lawyer. And Izzy is a salesman, and I, she overshared. Remember that stuff? Johnny was married, but she was married to somebody that she didn't love, and she found out that her ex-boyfriend, I guess, OD'd, and I guess that was, like, devastating to her. She told all of this to Izzy, and Izzy could not deal with it, and he got rid of her. And then Izzy tried to go with Chris after she had dumped Chris and after Izzy had dumped her, and that was a disaster. You mean Johnny tried to go with Chris? Johnny tried to go with Chris. Johnny tried to go with Izzy first, right. but she dumped Chris right. and tried to go after right. Izzy, and Izzy jumped right. dumped Johnny. Okay, if I said it her right. Her and, and Stacy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So that was kind of... Right. So oh, no, no, this year. They got a lot going yeah. on, my There's one more couple we didn't mention, um, which is Taylor and JP, and they seem to have the least amount of drama. Uh, Taylor is 25. So far. So far. She's 25-year-old teacher, and JP is a 30-year-old fireman. Remember I was telling you that he gives me weird, uh, you know, MAGA vibes with his uh, flag, his American flag, every minute. Like, it's not the holidays, it's not a Labor Day, it's not Memorial Day. You just have on a flag or some flag is on around you. It was just really strange to me. And then Taylor, I don't think she was initially attracted to him. Because remember, she said that she was looking for like a blonde with, with nice teeth. She might have said blue eyes, but I know she said blonde and nice teeth. And that is not JP. So I don't know. But I think that they probably will be fine. I think out of the, all those couples, they seem like, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Well, they, well they've met each other. They've mm -hmm. seen each other. And uh, there was not an immediate disconnect. So let's see how things go. Yeah. But you, know, you heard what she said, though. She said she would have never talked to him. She said she, she would have never talked to him. Uh, based on his oh. physical appearance. Well, you know, I mean, but she also said love is blind, you know, so let's just see how blind it really is. Is love blind, Ma? Right. Is it? Yes. Love is yes. blind? And it doesn't, love is very blind, but the only thing about it, it doesn't mean love is blind to your physical attributes. Love is also blind to your behaviors, the things you say and things you do. When people get in love, they excuse a lot of things. They excuse a lot of really bad behaviors and so forth. So love can be very blind. That's true. Right? But it's not necessarily oh, yeah. blind to the physical. Not necessarily. And maybe, necessarily then, then is it love? Then is it love when, it, when you see the person and you're more you know attracted to them and you just want to be with them in a sexual way and you ignore all of the other terrible behavior well let's put it this way there's all kind of variations going on here some is a combination of lust <laughs> there's all kind of there's all kind of variations so you just have to see you just have to wait and see and uh some things stand the test of time mm -hmm. 
and some things are over more rapidly. Oh. But then sometimes people fall in love very quickly. Like, say, for instance, Lydia. <laughs> she could fall in love in, in two or three months more than some people fall in love in a lifetime. So, and even the things she says to people, how much she wants them and all this and, oh, my God. I mean, a lot of people don't even talk like that to other people. Listen, I, so, I don't know. That's the other thing my, I meant to mention. Uh, we didn't, we briefly talked about it. What do you think about Stacy and Izzy? Do you think that they, uh, you know, are on the up and up? I don't have confidence in Izzy. I don't have confidence in Izzy. And to me, Stacy was kind of more lukewarm. I don't have a lot of confidence in them. Mm-hmm. I don't have confidence in them. I don't. I, I, in particular, I don't have confidence in Izzy. Okay. All right. So we'll see. I really don't trust Izzy. Um, but I don't think that Stacy, I think that Izzy was attracted to Stacy. And I think that the jury is still out on whether or not Stacy was attracted to Izzy. Right. If because Izzy's forehead. Yeah. Which is but he's and, cut and built nice, but he is foreheaded. But to me, he would probably look better if, if with forehead. I, I think so too. Yeah. But if that's an issue, some people just have that mindset. Some people look way more sexy with bald head. Right. Okay. All right, Ma. Um, so we'll keep it up with Love is Blind. And we're hoping, guys, we're hoping soon that we can talk about uh, more TV shows and films. But we still are on strike with SAG-AFTRA. So, uh, Ma, let's move on to something a little fun. Ma, we are going to talk about the most annoying celebrities of all time. So this is our personal list since we were talking about celebrities couples. Celebrity couples. Okay. Did you do celebrity couples? Yeah, but you didn't say celebrity couples. Just I know, now. I know. I, I made a mistake. Okay. All right. Let me repeat that because um guys, we want to apologize because we're going in and out, but we will get things together. Uh, the most annoying celebrity couples of all time. So this is our personal list. So Ma, I'm going to start off with you at number, your number five. My number five is, oh, I did it in inverse order. Let me start it. Okay, my number five is going to be Kim and Kanye. That's your number five. So that's number five from from low to high, right? It's going from low to high, right? Okay. So my number five. Oh, you don't want me to give the reasons? Okay. No. Yes. Give me the reason. The reason is just real quick because to me, I thought they had no chemistry, and I thought they were too public. Okay. Okay. No, um, my number five, R.I.P. Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown, and okay. it, you know, I love my girl Whitney. I hated that they had her on that show, being Bobby Brown, and it just made me. Dislike. Oh, oh God, me too. I thought it was horrible. Showed her in the worst light possible. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, number I four. Mean, Sure to run into the corner buying crack. They showed her in every bad situation. Mm-mm. It was not good. I didn't good. like it. Okay. okay. My number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Brad and Angie. They too. Too public and behaved not in the best interest of the children. Okay. And carrying on too long with their fighting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, I agree with you on that, Ma. I didn't put them on my list, but they definitely will be honorable mentions. Uh, number four for me is Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. That was the beginning of a lot of trauma and drama for Miss Britney. And um, we all could see it spiraling out of control. And, you know, you just felt bad for her. Remember, they did that show together. Uh, I just, I didn't like them together. I just didn't. Okay, my next one I know is going to shock you. My number three, okay, is Trump and Melania. 
Oh, wow. Too transactional and no chemistry. Mm-hmm. No warmth, no affection, no chemistry, and too transactional. Oh, for sure. Okay. I didn't even think about them, Ma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Okay. No, I, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, num- number three is Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Uh, Katie Holmes didn't seem like a human being um, when she was with Tom Cruise. She seemed like a puppet or a robot. Uh, it, the whole thing just seemed really odd to me and then how he was acting so crazy over her in the beginning. And it just seemed strange. You know, it, actually, pretty much I can put Tom Cruise on there with anybody and, and have him for a most annoying celebrities. But the way he was with Katie Holmes, it, it was ridiculous to me. That, that's okay. It. Okay. Okay. My number two. You ready for my, you ready for my number two? Yes. My number two is common and anybody. <laughs> and, the, and the reason is too predictable. Too predictable. That's okay. It. okay. Predict the outcome of that relationship as soon as they announce it. Uh, Go ahead. Number two for me was Kim and Kanye. Uh, you had it. You had them on your list. The reason why I put them on my list is because it just seemed as though it was all about publicity. Um, it seemed as though it was like a career move for the both of them. I never really saw like love and and, and good chemistry, and so that, that's why they're my number two. And I wonder okay. if we have the and same he- number one. I'm no, I'm okay. Here's my number one. Number one, Will and Jada. That's my number one too, Ma. That's my number one. Why is it your number one? Anybody can achieve a bad relationship. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're yes. They're my number one. Bad relationship, lack of mutual respect, bam, bad they're, relationship. They're my number one mind because they went from everybody's uh, idea or ideal uh, relationship that we thought, oh my gosh, look at them. They're two beautiful, talented, sexy people and oh, they just love each other. They can't keep themselves off each other. And they just seem to grow to hate each other. They really just said, uh, like, what are they doing? Listen, I understand that you want to work it out and you're supposed to fight for your love and fight for your marriage and everything. Of course, you're supposed to do that, but not at the detriment to your mental health. Your children are grown. You got plenty of money. Go on about your solo businesses. I never thought that about them. I never thought that they were a good a couple like that. I never did. You want to know why? Why? <clears throat> years ago, many, many years ago, early on in their marriage, I'm not even sure they were married, or it was, or either it was, you know, when they first got married, they were being interviewed on some show, and they asked Jada something, however, how she felt about Will again with Will. And she dogged him out, and she's been dogging him out ever since. She said he was too corny. She never could picture herself with him, and blah, 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 blah. And he was saying about her, oh, I can't imagine anything better than this, blah, blah, blah. They gave such disparate answers in the interview. I said, "Uh uh-uh. And she never... I said to myself, I started looking at him sideways then. But I said to myself, well, maybe she just didn't do the interview well or whatever. But you know, maybe it's just a bad And ever, I didn't think they had a fight because he wasn't mad. I didn't think that. I thought she just gave a bad interview. Or maybe she thought she was being cool or whatever. She was disrespecting him then. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. on a small level, it was more low-key shade. But it was shade mm-hmm. then, okay? And she never elevated it from then. If she ever gave an interview where she was showing how much she loved and admired her husband, I haven't heard it. 
okay? I can't never say never, because I know she's given hundreds of interviews throughout the years. I personally have never heard her give an interview where she's praising and bestowing, you know, uh, you know, praise and, and, and compliments and, and just sharing with everyone how much she loves her husband. I have not heard that. I've heard him do it about her, but I've never heard her do it about him. Anything she comes out her mouth with about him is either a direct confrontation, a sideways slur, or a lack of acknowledgement. You got me? You know, I have not heard. You know what, Ma? I, I have to agree with you on it. I really, you know, didn't really think about it, but I haven't really heard her say anything good about Will. Um, there's been, there has been times when, you know, people kind of called her out for it and, you know, she may have had to clean it up a little bit, but always her initiation and just on her instinct, it's been to bash her husband. And I just, it's look, been a type of criticism. Uh, yeah. It's been a type of criticism. Yeah. And, and he has not done that toward her. No. And when, and years ago, cause I remember thinking, I'm hearing you say that, but at some point you must've changed your mind cause you married him. You must've had some feeling of something toward him. She never expressed it. I never heard her say, you know, in the beginning, I thought this, 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 and that, but oh, I grew to love him, and he's such a wonderful, and this and that. Maybe she said it, and I just didn't hear it, because I was so stunned that she didn't start out that way. Maybe that happened, but in my mind, what has always resonated with me is that she's never really praising her husband or acting like he's been, you know, a wonderful part of her life or just anything. So I never thought, I never thought anything at all. I never thought anything at all that that they were in a wonderful relationship. I always thought it was one-sided or, you know, the other thing is that, you know, they each were getting what they want out of it and the things they want out of the marriage are different. They yeah. don't want the same things, but. They're both getting what they want out of it, you know. But I never thought that they were what I consider a good, you know, a good relationship. They were never. I, ne- I never bought into it like that. Well, listen, whatever, my, we, uh, to me, a lot of people were fooled by them. Uh, but it's not yeah. for us to be fooled. Yeah. Listen, yeah. it's not for us to be fooled. It's for them to, you know figure things out themselves and they don't need to keep any appearances for us. Yeah, yeah. Whatever experience they're having, that's the experience that that they're having. If that's what they want. If that's what they want. You know, and there's been so many different things about Will and, you know, you know, is that really the life Will wants to lead? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know. All right, Mom. We are not going there. Okay. I'm going to shut okay. that down uh, because we actually have some sponsors now. So I'm going to shut it down. Okay. okay. So they both have other interests. Okay. Well, what, you didn't have to mention about that. Just so, okay. I got it. You no, know, I, no I, problem. Trying to start trouble. All you right, don't know exactly okay. where all I'm going, you know. But anyway, um, they're still together. Whatever I say and whatever you say, 20 some odd years and they're still together. Three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon. The same things that make me smile every day. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Um, I'm going to say uh, n- number one. I was going to say number one, but Alicia Keys has applied for uh, the trademark to Alicia Tees. I guess she's going to come out with some a line of teas now to drink. Um, Senator Cory Booker finally asked Robert Senator Robert Menendez to step the hell down. He he finally yeah. he needs to go ahead. He needs to go ahead. Otherwise, they're just gonna drag him. You know, they walk into the man's house and find his damn safe full of gold bricks and cash. You know, and he's talking about something to do with oh his family in Cuba. Man, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
Bush. And then he said, it, yeah, I heard it being interviewed. And that's what he said. I'm like, okay. Good. All right, Robert. Yes. Oh, you know, I remember him. I met him personally. I met him personally and took him to my godmother's house because he was campaigning in the area when he was, because he's from um, Hudson County, you know, and he was in downtown Jersey City. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Many, many, many years ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, my, and finally, Naomi Campbell walking down the runway in Paris during Fashion Week. She looked great. I thought that was awesome to see her still modeling, still looking like a supermodel. Looking fabulous. Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we go? I want everyone to vote. I want everyone to call into their local, uh, you know, to their local representatives and in, especially in New Jersey and tell them that we must get rid of Menendez. <laughs> we don't want to, but we really need to get rid of Menendez. I'm no longer in New Jersey, but he was at one point my representative, you know, and I'll be calling him down here in Texas for them to get rid of that turncoat, <laughs> that turncoat, <laughs> that turncoat, black, Democrat, Republican. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do, guys. We have to make our phone calls and let our voices be heard, okay? Oh, you and don't talking- think it doesn't matter. <laughs> you talk about uh, the mayor. Yes. Well, yes, he's not my yes, mayor, the, but mm-mm. well, he's a mayor of Dallas. He's no, my I mayor, know. you know. I know. So, yeah. So uh, we have a lot of work to do, guys. Stay on the job, okay? Nobody's going to do it for us, and we have to really exercise all the rights we have in this democracy. Don't yay? We may not be a democracy much longer. We may all not right. be a democracy, then we'll have to deal with that. Well, okay. Um, like everybody said, I mean, like not everybody, like Ma said, of course, vote. Um, guys, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Continue to follow us on X, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour. We're on all those other platforms that all things pays you, except for threads. Um, also, go to our YouTube channel. Home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, all things Peju, and continue to send us your emails, guys. We really appreciate it. We also read all our DMs. Thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour, guys. Stay woke, like Ma says, and be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed. Thank you.